Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number 29 of 365 Days of Happiness. I want to thank every single one of you guys who tunes in every single week to listen to my podcast again. I really, really do appreciate every single person that comes in every week. I cannot express, <laughs> I cannot express this enough. I am really, truly thankful. So thank you. But to start off, I guess we have to start talking about what happened last episode. So last episode, we kind of discussed, well, actually, we're not kind of, we fully (laughs) discussed how beneficial meditation can be. You know, it can improve our mental health as well as our physiological health, as well as improving many other aspects in our life, like concentration or uh, like outlook in life, etc., etc. I know we we did mention the episode that meditation at times does get a bad rap due to its mystical and magical nature of what it at least what it seems to be however as we said uh last episode time after time meditation has been shown by science that it is incredibly beneficial and has been proven by science many many times how beneficial meditation can be so if that does sound interesting and want to learn more about it, I definitely suggest you go check out the last episode and maybe even research on meditation. However, for today's episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of diet, as well as discussing the benefits of a balanced diet. So now diet is one of those topics that everyone knows or has heard about to some extent, you know, whether it's the keto diet, the paleo, paleo, paleo diet, <laughs> a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet. I'm sure at least you have heard of a diet at some point, you know, to lose weight or to feel more energetic or to feel better, more healthy. Diets are part of our everyday reality, whether whether we choose to follow them or we choose to ignore them. We still know about them and they know, and we know the impact they have on people in every part of the world. And to be fair, diets have gone to this point that everyone knows about them because they do have some merits to uh, to each and uh, one of the, uh, to each and every one of them. You know, every diet has its benefits. You know, they do impact the body in a beneficial way to some extent. It, it really depends what diet you're following, but um, in, in I guess most what I'm trying to say is most diets will give you some benefit, whether it is weight loss, energy gain, etc., etc. But when looking at diets and looking at different types of diets, um, I have been able to see to see a clear pattern and a, and a clear uh, characteristic they all share in common. All diets have this characteristic in common, and and that is it's a very correct is almost like a principle to every diet. And that it boils down to consuming less produced, sorry, not produced, processed products. You know, and aim for a more natural approach to diet. So here in 21st century Western world, we tend to uh, put over-processed foods on a pedestal, you know, to some degree, because they're easy to to prepare, they're easy to eat, they're tasty, uh, etc., etc., but we fail to realize that all of these processed products are actually harming us more than giving us benefits of diet which is exactly why most diets kind of target this whole like processed food um and they removed it out of the equation you know that processed food can be seen in many different ways whether that is fast food or that's uh you know chips pop um 
you know, there's a million different examples out there of different kinds of processed food. Even even bread, it's an example of a highly processed food. But again, most diets boil down to trying to achieve a more natural approach, more a less processed approach to diet. That's what most diets aim to do, you know. And I personally have experimented with uh, various different diets, not because I want to lose weight or because I. I'm uncomfortable with how my body looks, but mostly because I want to feel healthier and I want to feel more energized. That's why I've been experimenting with diets throughout my life. Um, so, so I can tell you, I can tell you from a person who has experimented with many, many diets, uh, they all boil down to just eating less processed food. And I guess this whole eating less processed food is kind of like the main overarching like topic of this podcast. Uh, the whole idea that a low processed food diet is really what we should be aiming to do. I'm not telling you to go vegetarian or go keto or go paleo or go Mediterranean. No, I'm not asking you to choose a diet and stick to it because sticking to diets is not hard. It's not easy. <laughs> it's really not. However changing your diet to follow a less processed approach, I guess, uh, has a ton of benefits. So what are these benefits? What are the benefits of a low processed food diet? Well, uh, I think the biggest benefit you can see from this kind of change comes down to the energy levels you experience throughout the day. With processed foods, uh, that the processed food itself takes up a lot of like digest uh, takes a lot of energy by digestion by by digestion, which of course canning can decrease and uh, fluctuate your peaks of energy, as well as highly processed foods tend to have quite a bit of sugar in them, which again, as we discussed uh, in one of the last couple last episodes. Intake of sugar fluctuates your energy levels throughout the day. So not only does digestion take a lot, take up a lot of energy, the sugar peaks and sugar like lows kind of also deregulate your energy levels throughout the day. Of course, as you also cut down on, uh, if you also cut down on the processed food intake, you're also going to experience some possibly weight loss it, it it's <laughs> it's not that simple but i will get into that later on um, maybe some weight loss maybe you'll start feeling start feeling better like your overall health you start to feel more energetic more more healthy almost etc etc now why do we want to favor food that's not processed versus food that is processed well it all boils down to digestion time food that is not processed like a salad for example takes doesn't really take that long to process in your stomach it is very much readily available to digest so it is very easy for the body to process that food and while processing that food you also tend to have a steady release of energy throughout your body so basically you're getting an easy to process um easy to process meal that steadily outputs energy which are both good things you want these things in your body <laughs> whereas if you put a highly processed food uh, well i guess meal 
you're gonna have a longer digestion time which is gonna take up more time to digest and, and that in a sense require more energy for you to digest as well as it will not release a constant stream of energy it will release a very uh, volatile stream of energy you know peaks peaks of energy and then lows of energy and so on and so forth so in a sense um, Processed food almost destabilizes your body and it destabilizes your energy levels throughout the day, the week, the month, etc, etc. Which is not what we want. We want a steady output of energy just like um, ready, not ready, but like <laughs> unprocessed foods do. Like if you eat an apple, it's going to constantly be outputting at a constant amount of energy. So ultimately, if you're consuming a diet that is very much high in unprocessed carbohydrates that's let's say like i don't know lettuce tomatoes fruits veggies um some protein in there you're trying to minimize the amount of processed carbohydrates like bread rice um what a pasta this is of course like a, an ideal world scenario where you wouldn't process anything of course that's not the case and it won't be the case ever it's Again, it's, we, we cannot live in a world where pasta doesn't exist. That's just not, that's just not realistic. Um, but when you try to achieve this ideal scenario, fruits, veggies, very much in processed food, uh, that it's very clean, very much natural, you start to see changes in your body with, again, the energy levels and tiredness levels and how your body reacts to changes, how... You know your body how much energy it spends in digestion and these are things that people will might be interested in i don't know if you're if you're not a, a very big person of bed like very big person a very veggie person i guess uh, this might change your way of looking at veggies <laughs> you might want to start maybe playing a little bit with the veggies see how you like them a little more or how you can implement it little by little into your diet Ultimately, they will provide you with more energy and more and more constant a more constant stream of energy, which is something I feel like most people want. <laughs> and as a byproduct too, if you pair them with other foods accordingly, you can start to see some weight loss. So if weight loss comes down to caloric deficit, it, it comes down to being having uh, expending more calories than you're consuming which can be achieved with unprocessed um, meals unprocessed meals tend to have way less calories than than processed meals do which again is a benefit if you're trying to achieve that caloric deficit you know uh, foods that are highly caloric tend to not fill us very much like our stomachs are made to to kind of weigh out volume instead of calories so our bodies can consume a lot of a densely packed caloric food as well as a lot of uh, low calorie low uh, low density food it just boils down to volume how much our body how much our stomach can hold and and it is true that foods that are faster to process such as unprocessed foods will leave your body sooner than processed foods you're still in the long run end up consuming less calories by consuming unprocessed goods unprocessed goods 
which again can be very beneficial for someone who's wanting to lose a little bit of weight or they want to get shredded for the summer, get that summer bot going, which it's already summer, but <laughs> maybe for next year. Ultimately, what all this boils down to is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> what I'm trying to push you towards is try to remove those highly processed foods like a burger from McDonald's and try to replace them with something that is less processed and more natural for, you know, and I'm not telling you to change your whole diet once at once. No, that's not going to work. You, What you should be doing is you should be changing your diet slowly but surely uh you know one one step at a time maybe you're gonna reduce your intake of fast food from six days to five days a week uh, or you're gonna add one veggie every week kind of thing and what you're gonna get out of this you're gonna get the whole energy thing i've been talking about for the past 12 minutes <laughs> that's enough of it but more energy equals more productivity more productivity equals more happiness so you see where i'm going here these diets, the highly unprocessed diets, can actually make you happier and can make you feel better and feel mentally better, physically better, happier because you're getting more energy, which equals more productivity, more things you can do, more time you can spend doing things you like, more time you can use to hang out with friends. You know, this is how it all circles back. You know, so a diet can truly lead you to a happier person. And I'm speaking for personal experience. I once went vegetarian for a month. Uh, did I like it? Uh, debatable if I liked it or not. I didn't hate it, which is a good thing. <laughs> but when that month that I was fully vegetarian, I noticed that my energy levels and my mood, my mood, like I guess, fluctuated a lot less, and I was a happier person overall, more productive, more energetic. I didn't feel tired at all throughout the day, and and I think that's one of the craziest things like diet can do to you, you know, because vegeta going vegetarian kind of pushes you to really examine what you can and cannot eat. Right, so going vegetarian, I think the biggest impact it had on me was that I couldn't really eat outside. And the things that I, well, I guess when I say outside, I couldn't really eat fast food. And the fast food I was able to consume was very much healthy. It was very much, let's say, like freshy or chopped leaf or very, they're vegetarian options that tend to be a lot healthier than other options. So I guess this podcast is it has two main purposes. Purpose number one is for you to reconsider your dietary um, options, your dietary uh, not options, your dietary decisions, and number two to really for you to know the benefits of dietary changes in your life. You know those are my two main purposes here, and and I could talk about sugar uh, intake and caffeine and alcohol. I could talk about them further, but I think they deserve an episode for themselves because they're very big in our life. They're they don't they're not meant to be just brushed over and skimmed over because they're pretty big in our life. Especially, I would say alcohol and caffeine. Actually, no, the three of them are pretty big. <laughs> sugar. I don't know anyone who doesn't take sugar who doesn't intake sugar. So, I think we will talk about them in future episodes. Um, because they do deserve an episode for themselves. They're pretty big, big boys <laughs> that that screw us up. And we, we let them screw us up because we don't know how to strategically consume them. 
and that's what it really comes down to it's it's mostly strategic consumption you have to know when you need unprocessed foods when you need processed foods when you need sugar when you don't need sugar etc etc so it's it's all about conscious decision making and what you're trying to achieve with your diet anyway that concludes the episode for today <laughs> i know it's a little a little messy little ramble a little bit ranty but it is what it is <laughs> i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you liked it that's the same thing i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i'm trying i'm saying here but anyway thank you so much for listening before we go we want to do the challenge for the week so this week's challenge is going to be for you to make a dietary change doesn't have to be big it doesn't have to be small whatever you want to make it you can make it for me the challenge is going to be restrict fast food intake for once a week that's going to be my restriction for this week i'm going to restrict myself to eating one time um fast food <laughs> anyways again thank you so much for listening i really appreciate every single person who listens to my podcast and i hope you have a wonderful week Now remember, just stay awesome.